Hello there, listener. Yes, you specifically. You should know that sometimes, due to the things we discuss on the pod, it might contain potentially triggering content. But the good news is you can always review the episode descriptions for a full list of the warnings applicable to this episode. Oh, and just so you know, this podcast is rated R for really filthy. It includes adult themes and explicit content, so if you're an adult, buckle up, gird your loins, and prepare to flood the basement, because we are going down with these ships. Editing Nathan here, coming to you in the form of an extra special Geography-based listener shout-out segment. Incredibly, Care of Magical Shippers has now been heard in over 50 countries worldwide and across 36 states, if you include Washington DC, which isn't technically a state and more of a district, but I'm digressing. It wouldn't be like me. To celebrate, I wanted to give a special shout out in particular to the people in areas across the US, Germany and India who've been enjoying us most. So in the States, hello to everyone listening in Texas, Michigan, California, Pennsylvania, Virginia and Ohio. In Germany, guten Tag and danke to our listeners in Nordrhein-Westfalen, Schleswig-Holstein, Hessen, Hamburg, Baden-Württemberg, Berlin, Saarland and Thuringia. And in India, namaste to everyone listening in the National Capital Territory of Delhi, West Bengal, Maharashtra, Madhya Pradesh, Uttar Pradesh, Tamil Nadu and Himchal Pradesh. And apologies for my terrible pronunciation of those wonderful place names. And of course, it goes without saying that we love you all, wherever you're listening from. We're so happy you ship us and we hope you'll keep listening. Who knows, maybe we'll be mentioning your neck of the woods very soon. back to Care of Magical Shippers. I'm Megs. And I'm Nathan. And <laughs> this is a Harry Potter ship culture podcast. Yes. And this week we are so excited. We are doing an episode with the lovely ladies from Puffcast. Yeah, we are. Ahoy. Ahoy, There she blows. Timbers. <laughs> <laughs> we were just we were all just talking before starting to record trying to figure out some fun ship puns for us to use and so far they're doing better than we are yeah <laughs> uh, the best i had was land ahoy what does that even mean i don't know <laughs> casting Nobody off knows. set sail I don't know. <laughs> jumping in a dinghy and <laughs> i don't know oh, goodness but, uh, Hopefully we won't need to deploy the life vests. Yes. Oh, hopefully not. No. <laughs> I don't think there's any guarantee Nothing. of that. <laughs> it's smooth sailing today. That's what's yes, going to happen. perfect. Okay, so if you guys want to introduce... <laughs> yeah. So, ahoy, mateys! It is me, Juliana, from Popcast, and me, me main mate, Mel. <laughs> it is me, Melanie. <laughs> First, first, we switch back and forth between being captain and first mate because you know, you know, you got to keep the roles equal. Everyone's got to share a piece of the pie. Yeah. But, 
<laughs> but um, yes, we are we are hailing from Popcast, <laughs> which is a uh, we we tagged it as your Harry Potter happy place, which is a Harry Potter podcast run by two Hufflepuffs that is for everyone, and we just love friendship and celebrating the wizarding world and chatting with people like yourselves about Yay! everything Harry Potter. <laughs> Which is great because I'm a Slytherin and Nathan's Ravenclaw, so we're glad that you let us join you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Would you expect anything else from the Hufflepuffs? We want to include no. everyone. Everyone is welcome at all times, even in the middle of the night, and if it's just a cookie emergency that you are hungry, oh, yeah, we are emergency. ready for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Cookie emergencies are very intense. Like, you never know when one's going to hate you. Exactly. I was going to say, not only is that super wholesome, but also it's anticipating a deep need in my soul that, uh, that yeah. I, until this moment, I didn't realize that I needed. But right now I'm like, yes, thank you for welcoming me home. So good. Yes. But, um, we've been we've been doing our podcast for like a little, like a year and a half now. What? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But um, we're so excited to be here with you guys and discuss one of our favorite ships and my favorite ship yes uh, which is one that i have stand since like i don't know forever mm -hmm. but that is spooch which is sprout and hooch together as a couple um in our universe they are married in this current timeline mm -hmm. but i love both of them so much and i'm so excited yes, yes. oh so so good oh i can't yeah. wait to get into it I mean, obviously, uh, Sprout, she is our head of house over here at Hufflepuff, so we mm -hmm. love her very dearly already. So and we know what's going on. Oh, yeah. for we sure. Right there. Mm -hmm. Yes. Her, her wife comes to dinner at the Hufflepuff common room and comes to all of our events and everything oh. like that. Oh. I see it. I ship it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just so cute together. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I love them together so much. I think they're so adorable. But um, I don't know if we want to give the listeners just a quick overview of who each of the characters are, just so they can get yeah, a little sure. bit more background information. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, so Hooch, she is the flying Ma Madame Rolanda Hooch. I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, yes. Madame. Um, yes. Madame Rolanda Hooch. <laughs> she is the flying instructor at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. She learned to fly on her own silver arrow broomstick sometime before the Great War, then returned to Hogwarts for a job. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Intriguing. Tell me more. Yes. <laughs> and it says that she acted as the instructor for kids learning to fly, and she was also the official referee of the Quidditch Games held Yay! at Hogwarts. All, what, four or five? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's been very busy. <laughs> so busy. I know. I love that. I, my joke about um, Hooch, it's like, okay, she has to have something else she does. She must have another job. One, she only teaches first years, apparently, and two yeah. houses in one class. So she teaches two classes. <laughs> That's true. I've never thought about that. I know. So two classes a week is kind of her, I guess, thing every year. And then, I guess, got to keep the, the pitch good. Since she's on uh, Sprout's side, she's probably helping out with the plants, That's willing true. or unwillingly. <laughs> yeah, especially if like Sprout's super busy because she has obviously all years level of classes and things. So I could totally see Hooch like hanging out in all the different greenhouses that she's not in, checking on the plants, making sure they're happy, and oh, mm -hmm. that's so cute. Okay, I'm yeah, I'm I'm all about that. That's <laughs> yeah, definitely what's going on. 
I was going to say, like, we don't know what Hogwarts house she's in. No, so we, we don't. don't know right. how she's filling her time. Has it not been always said that she's a Ravenclaw? I think that's like the fanon. Yeah, it's like a fanon oh, thing. Oh, okay. But... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know but... if it's the bird thing. or <laughs> Maybe, Maybe. she flies and they're yeah. like, yes, yeah, bird. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, because of the flying and the being bird-like, I imagine she's a really good dancer. That's what's going on in my oh. head. I imagine she oh, also okay. teaches, like, dancing. I mean, I know McGonagall did that for the students in the for the Yule Ball in right. the books, but I, I feel like... Uh, um, that could be a sort of a side hustle for her is is dancing instruction as well because it's basically just flying yeah. on the ground, right? Yeah. Mm. It, so it, that's a lot of coordination that it requires. Yes. So yes. <laughs> so her and uh, Sprout were definitely tearing up the dance floor at the Yule Ball. Obviously. Absolutely. <laughs> Duh. I imagine that Hooch is more of the ballroom style dance, and then Sprout comes in and she's like, "Let's do the twist or something," and she does like. <laughs> yes, yes! And and Hooch is like, and she's like, come on! Yeah, I know like, she's like, <laughs> fine, I'll dance with you. Right, exactly. In this crazy fine. dance. Yes. Oh, she's so cute. But yeah, we don't really know anything else about uh, Madame Hooch, except for that she is the flying instructor. Exactly, uh, yep. And I, mm-hmm, I'm looking mm-hmm. at her wiki page, too, and we don't know... Oh, it says her bogart is Lord Voldemort? I didn't know that. Okay, we know that, but not her house. What? <laughs> or her wand or her Patronus. She doesn't have a... She has the wand that we see in the book, but I think... Right. I, I'd have to look really closely at that pictures, but the first movie, as you guys know, like they weren't super crazy about designing the wands. They were yes. all pretty much oh, just like yeah. sticks. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> and she's really only in the first movie like with a wand, I think. Actually, I don't even know if she has a wand in that movie. I don't remember actually yeah, seeing her she, with one. Yeah, she does. Because in the in the scene with Neville when he injures himself, she produces one whenever she's like, "Long bottom, get down from there this instant." Oh yeah, she like oh, and all yeah. the kids yeah. go behind her and she pulls the wand and then yeah. they all duck out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, but I'm sure it's just probably one of those generic like black yeah. long ones. So mm-hmm, she doesn't. Mm-hmm. We don't even know what kind of wand she has. We have no idea what her Patronus is. Right. We don't know her house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It says on here her nationality is British or Irish, maybe. Yeah, I think it was like that when I was doing research for Oliver Wood, too. It was like, even though he obviously has like a, you know, Irish or Scottish accent in the movies, it was just mm-hmm. like, maybe Scotland, maybe. Like, it was just like, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Fine. Possibly. Yeah. Maybe. That's delightfully nonspecific. Thank you, Wiki. Exactly. I'm yeah, so, exactly. I feel so informed right now. <laughs> Yes, and I'm looking at pictures of her too. All the pictures that she's wearing robes in, she just has a full Cogwarts crest on them. There's not like a house or anything, right? Mm-hmm. And they're gray, so it's yeah, it's not even saying fancy that. that she has that and like no one else does. Like Hagrid just has his big old coat and he's just like yeah, do stuff around the grounds or even like head of house. Like I don't think McGonagall has any like telltale signs of being whatever teacher or whatnot. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, choices were made. <laughs> choices were made. <laughs> and when we see McGonagall first in the first film, she's wearing that green um, cloak. So she oh, yeah. she looks more Slytherin than anything. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm, um, true. Um, but what about what about Sprout? What do we we know about her? Mm-hmm. Oh well, we definitely know she's a Hufflepuff. That's news to me. Mel, I hate to break it to you, but Professor Sprout is a Hufflepuff. No. What? 
Yeah, I know. No one would have ever guessed. Podcast over. It's done. I'm too shocked. Yep. I know. What are we even doing yeah. here? I just broke the world. <laughs> Smashed into. Oh, oh boy. Um, but yes, yeah, so Sprout is our head of house over at Hufflepuff House, and she's also the head of the herbology department at Hogwarts oh. School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. And it says that sometime after her graduation, she returned to Hogwarts to teach. And she also helped fight Lord Voldemort in the Second and Wizarding World War by throwing mandrakes <laughs> at him. Heck yeah! <laughs> Heck yeah! <laughs> oh. I know. The only concern I had with that was like, but what about all the other people that weren't wearing earmuffs? I was worried about the mandrakes themselves. <laughs> That's true. That too. That burnt. too. Absolutely. <laughs> I know. They can absolutely take care of themselves. I mean, if they have to have some serious biting strength in those jaws. <laughs> Climbing in and out of each other's pots. That always yeah. cracks me up. Like, oh, they're ready for stewing when we start seeing they get, they're getting into maturity because they're climbing into each other's pots. Like, ooh la la. That's mildly disturbing because it's like, oh, they're ready for stewing. Let's chop them up. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. That's adorable. Um, But yes, we know that uh, it says also that her bogart is Lord Voldemort as well. I guess many of these people Mm -hmm. just have Lord Voldemort Mm -hmm. as their, their. their bogart. We don't know her wand, and Mel and I have had a pretty deep discussion about this and what we think her wand looks like. But do you guys have any like thoughts on what you think her wand would be like? Well, of course. <laughs> I mean, when I think of like obviously the wands we see, be it you know like for Wizarding World, you know Harry Potter and whatnot. Like I see the like ivy one, like Hermione has. I oh, yeah. kind of picture something similar or a combination of like Hermione and Harry's that's like a little bit more natural wood, mm-hmm. but then has some like accents of some sort of like plant, be it flowers or leaves or something like that. That's what I would picture mm-hmm. for sure. I think we, we imagined it to be very like earthy and like kind of rustic mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a way. Yeah. yeah. Always dirty. It's just, <laughs> oh, always, it's just yes. Always covered in always dirt. Covered in dirt. <laughs> Maybe no Hooch is always dirt. like, Babe, clean your wand. Like, at least today. Like, clean, clean your wand. Don't put it on the counter. Like, seriously. I'll like, do it for you. About this. <laughs> I definitely think the core has to be unicorn hair. Um, and I and I think as well, it's got to be, there has to be some sort of backstory with her wand. Like she knows the bow truckle that picked oh. it out, uh, that, that was living in the oh, tree. Yes. <gasps> oh, wow. That would be sweet. That would be really cute. I see that happening. That's uh, that's very nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, but uh, she does. We don't really get too much of her in the books. She does survive the end of the world, the war, just like Hooch does. And right. then she, her position gets taken over by Neville in mm-hmm. the future mm-hmm. when she goes to retire with her wife, Rolanda. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think. Then now we, since we set that stage, we can probably get into discussing the relationship between the two of them. And I think to start off, Mel, maybe we should read our fan fiction. Yes, <gasps> we have a present really? for you. Oh my goodness! Ah! <laughs> Christmas comes early. We bring gifts. <laughs> yes, gifts, gifts, gifts. We so. need to have you guys on the pod more often. <laughs> I know. I'm so. I mean, you can have us back yeah. whenever. We're, I am we're, so we're touched. <laughs> Oh my god, we've been given the gift of fan fiction, man. I know. Yes. Finally, we've only been begging people. <laughs> <laughs> to write us. 
<laughs> original fan fiction too. This was made specifically yeah. for you guys for oh. this episode. So oh exciting. my goodness! I feel so I feel so like, humbled right now. <laughs> so touched. So this yeah. fan fiction was written by our friend Jeff, who also goes as Dream Quaffle. I'm sure I know you asked about po- him posting it to um, either AOC or um, fanfiction.net. I'm sure mm-hmm. he will. He's more than happy to do those things, so we'll yes. ask him. Perfect. Just so everyone knows who he is, he wrote us a small little bio for himself. Ooh. <clears throat> nice. Jeffrey Hutton, a.k.a. Dream Quapple, has their fingers in many pies. Those pies <laughs> include hosting social media work for Speak Beastie, Into the Fold, and Wizrockopedia. And he does our TikTok over at Popcast. Oh, wow. Jeff- yes. <laughs> Jeff lives in Louisville with their wife, Ashley, and four cats, Kaname, Yuki, Marley, and Molly. And if you ever see the name Dream Quapple on social media, that's probably Jeff. And be sure to say, <laughs> hi! Hi, hi Jeff! <laughs> Hello! Hello! Thank you for your fan fiction! <laughs> yes! Ahoy hoy! Ahoy! If that is not going to be your introducing, your intro to your episodes now, I'm gonna be really sad. You have to put that in, please. It's so cute. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so I guess Mel and I will read through the fan fiction. Um, and the fan fiction is called The Way We Met, a, a spooch fan yes. fiction. Yay! So. <clears throat> okay. I am I'm reading Sprout and Juliana does the rest, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I will be doing the narration and also I will be doing uh Rolanda yeah. Hooch. Okay. Nice. Here we go. Merlin's beard. That hurt. This was the tenth time today that Planoma Sprout had fallen off of her broom. It's not <laughs> like she didn't have a good reason. It had been years since she had ridden a broom, and she was never much of a flyer anyway. She got back up and mounted the broom again. She kicked off from the ground and managed to stay airborne for a few seconds when a voice sounded behind her. Well, well, I haven't seen you you use one of those in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm just going to have to give me a moment to get over that image. (laughs) I have no idea what accent I was going for. Don't ask me because I have no clue. (laughs) It's it's just the way. I haven't seen you use one of those in a while. <laughs> Just so you can differentiate between my narration voice and my uh, my character voice. <laughs> Paloma fell off her broom again and rolled across the pitch a few feet, ending up right in front of a familiar pair of boots. She looked up and saw the piercing eyes and slightly smug expression of her wife, Rolanda. Why would you distract me like that? You know how nervous I get on a broomstick. I swear sighed Rolanda as she held Pronoma to her feet. You spend all day in those greenhouses dealing with plants and shrubs that shriek and bite and I don't what and you don't know what else without flinching. But once you look at a broomstick you lose your nerve <laughs> Some people are just plant people said Pronoma. Here, try gripping the broom a little tighter and this time sh- stare straight ahead. You're more likely to lose balance and fall off if you look down too much. <laughs> Panoma nodded and gripped the broom as tight as she could. She kicked off from the ground and started stared straight ahead. All right, Panoma said to her wife. Let's go. 
Rolanda <laughs> gave her Rolanda gave her a little push to, and sh- as she took off at a mild pace. But no one was concentrating hard in the space in front of her. She really did not want to fall off now that Rolanda was watching her. Rolanda was an expert br- on broom and flying. Paloma had always loved watching her ever since the first day they had met. She Aww. remembered it like it was yesterday. It was the class she had always been looking forward to the least of all. Flying! Oh! Why can't they just... Oh, sorry, I'm reading that. Okay, okay. My line. <laughs> of course Oops. they met at a flying lesson. Yeah. <laughs> what else are they doing? Ah! <laughs> I mean, what else is Hooch doing? Like, let's be real here. That's yeah. her only job. I mean... <laughs> That's her only class? <laughs> it's the only thing she does. Oh, man. Opposite of Hermione, literally only signs up for flying. <laughs> She's like, what, I, I have to take potions? No, no. No. Only flying. <laughs> That's all I ever gonna need. <laughs> and then she's so good at flying that she just goes on her broom and just sits above Hogwarts, like, so high that no one else can reach her. And she's like, hee, 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 make me go to potions. Right. <laughs> yes, yes. That explains also why she couldn't save Neville when he had his fall, because she only ever took flying lessons. Yeah, oh, no, no charms, yeah, just no. waves her wand around like, yeah, stop! <laughs> <laughs> I know how to use this thing! Exactly, just stop it! <laughs> it's like Ron! It's like Ron whenever he smashes his wand on the dashboard of the fucking car! It's just like, stop, stop, stop! stop, stop. stop. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. That's how Hooch does it! <laughs> Shall we take this so sentence? Mad. Shall we say yes. take the sentence yes. again? So, Sorry. flashback. <laughs> <laughs> it was the class she had been looking forward to the least of all. Flying. Ugh. Why couldn't they just let me take double herbology? She thought. Plants never made her feel self-conscious about her body. Plants never told her her shoes were ugly or that her nose was too big. Okay. So the fang geranium had bitten her on the nose once, and she was helping her when she was helping her mom in the garden. But that was that was just a misunderstanding. It was no good arguing. Her head of house told her the first years had to take flying lessons, and that she never had set a foot had to set a foot on a broom again if she didn't want to. Everyone has to do things they don't like sometimes, Planoma. Oh, sorry, that was a headmistress. I'm sorry. Everyone has to do things they don't like sometimes, Planoma. Her headmistress had told her. Perhaps you do not wish to fly, but that does not mean you should not still get something out of the class. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry. Classic. I mean, just I had to differentiate between my my hooch voice and my my uh, head of house voice, you know. I'm so sated right now. Okay. Okay. So off she went to her first flying lesson. She actually made it all the way to the Quidditch pitch before some Gryffindor first years pointed out that she had forgotten to clean the soil off her robes. She had spent the morning in the greenhouses again, spying on what the fifth year students were working on, which was far more interesting than what they gave the first years. She lined up with the other students, all standing next to the brooms they were going to learn to use to fly. She couldn't even take in what the professor was saying to them because she noticed a girl standing across from her that couldn't have looked more different. She was particularly bouncing up and down on the balls of her feet like she couldn't wait to get started. When this girl noticed Planoma staring across at her, Planoma blushed and looked away at once. Mm. This girl was obviously the sporty type. Very pretty. (laughs) Very pretty. Obviously. (laughs) Very, very, very pretty. (laughs) 
Girls like that never noticed her. And if they did, they never had anything nice to say. Mm. All right. She heard the professor say, Mount your brooms. (laughs) I love you. All right, mount your brooms. Mount your brooms, class. It's time to go fly. (laughs) Panova struggled to pick hers hers up out of nerves, which made the other students around her start laughing. She couldn't help looking up at the girl across from her, the one who had winked. She wasn't laughing. She just stood there with her broom, looking like she might just shoot straight up in the air if the professor didn't invite them to get flying soon. When I count to three, kick off from the ground, hover a few seconds, and then touch back down again, (laughs) said the professor. (laughs) On my count. (laughs) Then, one, two, three. The professor is a smoker, apparently. Yeah, yeah. He he got in a few packs this morning already, so. (laughs) I mean, if you're outside teaching class, you can kind of get away with it a little bit more. Exactly. Yeah. There's a little bit more leeway. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Most of the students did as they were told. They kicked off from the ground and just hovered there. Planoma tried to kick off, but nothing was happening. It was as if the broom didn't help. Oh, didn't think she was ready. When the golden-eyed girl saw this, she touched back down and offered to help. This caused everyone in the class to start laughing again. Embarrassed, Panoma kicked off from the ground so hard her broom shot up in the air and then went soaring off the ground without her, leaving Panoma to fall back on her backside in front of the whole class. <laughs> went flying without her! <laughs> oh my god! Great visual there. But <laughs> Oh, whoops. Oopsie daisy. You know, it is a ch- it is a real challenge to write slapstick comedy well. Yes, that that was expertly done. Well, well done. <laughs> we t- we keep telling Jeff that he's a very good writer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, but no one was ashamed that now that she took so ashamed now that she took off running towards the forest. It wasn't her fault. She hated flying. She actually thought for one moment that it was going to work out if that girl, when that girl winked at her. Aww. Well. I don't care if they throw me out of Hogwarts for it. I'm never going back to that class and I'm never getting on a broom again. Wouldn't that be a shame? A voice behind her said. She turned around and there was the same girl from before. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice segue. (laughs) What are you doing here? Asked Panoma. You ran off, so I wanted to make sure you were okay, the girl said. I'm... I'm fine. Planoma lied. It wouldn't be if I'd fallen off in front of everyone like that, said the girl. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like you'd ever fall off your broom. Planoma snapped back. I saw how eager you were to get up in the air. To her surprise, the girl actually blushed a little bit. You noticed? Of course I did, said Planoma. (laughs) Oh, this is so cute. It's too much. It's just, I know. It's so fluffy. It hurts. It's so cute. <laughs> you noticed. <laughs> most, most obvious line of the century. So good. I'm so happy about this right oh. now. I'm so excited. I'm reading. Okay. Oh. Of course. Yeah. Of course I did said Planoma. How could I miss it? You were the only one in the class that couldn't stand still while the professor was talking. 
The girl blushed even harder and turned to hide her face. I didn't think. Didn't think what? Asked Bonoma. The girl took a deep breath. I didn't think anyone would notice, but nobody ever really does. That's why I love flying. It's just me up there. (laughs) (laughs) Nervous much? (laughs) It said she took a deep breath, and that's not assuming why she took a deep breath. (laughs) So she could get that. (laughs) (laughs) How could anyone not notice you? Asked Planoma. I mean, you're so... But she stopped and started blushing herself. The two girls stood there, not sure who should speak next. I'm Rolanda, said the girl. Rolanda Hooch. Pomona Sprout. Sprout, said Rolanda, with a slight laugh, and she tried quickly to hide. Hee <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know, said Planoma. It's a big joke, isn't it? The plant girl has a plant name. Isn't it stupid? She was used to people poking fun at her name. Rolanda looked worried. No, no, I'm sorry, she said quickly. I didn't mean to make fun of you. It's just, I thought, it's, well, kind of cute. <laughs> but Noah had no idea what to make of this. Nobody had ever used that word to describe her. Not even her own family. Wow. She certainly... Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, right, right. Stop right there. <laughs> her own family have never, have never co- so much as called her cute. And she's like, what? In first year now. So she's in like 11, 11, 11 years old. Yeah. She's a damaged child. That is some serious childhood trauma. Okay, now I'm here for it. (laughs) We're we're here to make friendships and and heal this trauma, you know. (laughs) Oh boy, okay. Uh, They were not even her own family. She certainly thought this the same about the girl Rolanda Hooch. It never occurred to her that the feeling could be mutual. They stood there looking at each other, not really sure how much time had passed. A sudden understanding seemed to have started between them. Neither of them knew what it was like to have a real friend. Neither of them knew how it felt like to be seen in a good way. Until now. Flash forward! (laughs) (laughs) Here we are. Let them have the moment, Julia. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Juliana took a deep breath and then started the story. (laughs) Yay. Hi. Here we are. Moving forward. Uh, okay. She managed to stay on the air a little bit longer this time. At least she was able to stay on long enough to touch back down on the ground without falling on in front of her wife. Though she did land with a bit of a thud and an oof that was just audible from a few feet away. Mind if I ask you something? Said Rolanda. I suppose not. Said Panoma. You've spent your whole life hating being up in the air on brooms. The only reason you ever come to Quidditch matches besides Hufflepuff is because I asked you to. So why the sudden interest in flying? Panoma asked, trying to sound curious rather than judgmental. Panoma considered this before answering. You know what next week is? Our anniversary, said Rolanda. Right, said Panoma. Thirty years we've known each other, and twenty years since we were married. Oh my god, I remember, said Rolanda. But but what does that have to do with the flying? Planoma was nervous in answering. Well, I wanted this to be a surprise for you, but I was going to get you to come out here, 
then asked the Hufflepuff Quidditch team to fly onto the field with a banner saying, Happy Anniversary! While I flew in and managed to score a goal with the quaffle. I know. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Oh my god. What a cute plan! Yes, this is, this is how you do it! Well done! I am here for this! Oh my god, my heart! I hurt! My chest! Oh, it's so cute. Oh, you know that, like, you know that there's varieties of the meme that it's like reading smut in public and you're just like normal, and then it's like reading uh-huh. fluff in public and you're just like blushing and losing ah! your mind. This is legit. That is me right now. I am losing my mind. This is just stupid. How cute it is. I know they're so adorable. <laughs> I know I'm rubbish at flying, but I thought it meant so much to you that I could make it part of your surprise. Oh, Jesus. Rolanda did start to laugh now. At first, Paloma was worried that she had come with a bad, up with a bad plan. Then Rolanda started removing her gloves, showing several small cuts and minor bite marks on her hands, which were covered in dirt. Where on earth did you get those? No, wait. <laughs> Where on earth did those come from? Said Paloma in shock. Well... I think we must have been on the same basic plan. I've been thinking about how much you tried to tutor me in herbology when we were studying for owls and newts, and yet I still managed to get a P. I was always disappointed that you worked so hard to help me, I ne- and I never got there, and so I- I've been practicing with the plants in Greenhouse 3. You're joking! <laughs> oh my god! Laphonoma. Nope! I even got your students to give me pointers and help me hide my project. You should see how my leaping toadstools are coming on. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I can't. How are they coming on? Asked Planoma skeptically. Can't even get them to hop. Not one leap. Alana admitted. <laughs> <laughs> and they both started to laugh. <laughs> they stood there looking at each other, just like they had done when they met. The way they always seem to end up standing there looking at each other, never judging, never disappointed, always, always in, in love. love. Oh. oh my god. <laughs> oh oh my gosh. That was amazing. What? That is canon. That is their origin story. That was <laughs> so, so good. Oh my god, may that was I, beautiful. May I suggest a round of applause for Jeff? For please. Jeff. Yay, Jeff! Yay. Thank Yay. you for the fanfic, Jeff. Yes, Jeff wrote that. I, I hit my mic to do that. Okay, we are eagerly awaiting for uh, chapter two. So yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> They're such a wholesome, cute little couple together. Oh, oh my gosh. I can't. And I, I mean, it was just, it was perfect how the 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 flashback to them first meeting <laughs> and the fact that like they both are awkward in their own ways and they're both mm-hmm. self-conscious of that and of course they see each other in a way that like what they think is weird and different is what the mm-hmm. other person finds endearing or like attractive and it's like what yeah. draws them to each other oh my god yeah the was... freaking banner i made it yes! to gonna fly for you baby i am going to fly up there and i'm gonna make a goal but of course i picture it like imagine if she didn't find out and like the whole thing like poor yeah. poor sprout would like go into like <laughs> make a goal and it would just go woo like, <laughs> 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 but i 
and you also picture like what is it um of course this wouldn't be realistic but i picture the instances where like someone can't do something so like oh i'm gonna like i'm gonna um score a basket or something like a little kid mm-hmm. and so like the parent picks up the kid and is like woo and then they're like oh, yeah! <laughs> I imagine they have like a practice set of rings on, that are on the ground that yes. are like as high as like a basketball hoop. I could imagine a hooch coming up behind Sprout and being like, okay. And like lifting her up. And, and Sprout is like scoring a goal in the practice. Exactly. In the on the ground practice. Oh hoops my God. Down there. That was oh. an excellent visual bit for our listeners. It was just mind scoring through the practice hoops and it was brilliant. <laughs> Honestly, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you'll get the video of this, and it's worth it just for that mime. Um, but, as, but as well, my favourite line from the whole thing was, maybe it had something to do with it, how it was delivered, but it was, mm-hmm. um, she was obviously a sporty girl. And that's when I, I pictured, <laughs> and that's when I pictured Hooch in like a full... Uh, like lycra thing going on you know like from an 80s montage Uh and she's just you know she's got her uh, leg warmers on and she's about to pump the music oh i'm living for that montage oh she's definitely wearing like neon colors and a headband she's definitely wearing a headband and sweatbands on oh yes she is like i'm a a sporty girl (laughs) (laughs) because what's the time period when they would be like I guess, oh, like, tr- I don't know, in general, like, what, when they would be first years. So <laughs> we're saying, uh, oh, let me look and see what their birthdays are in there. Yeah, can, <laughs> if so they tell it, us. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah. if it'll give me a birthday for either one of them. I don't, I, I have a feeling Hooch won't get a birthday. So I, so I already know. You I do? Already, okay. I already oh, know okay. what, what uh, Sprout's birthday is. It's, it's May the 15th, but it never specifies a year. And with mm-hmm. with um, Hooch, it's I think she was born in 1912, but it never specifies when. So it's weird. Mm-hmm. So okay. so then it would oh. be what tw- 23 would be when they would be. Yeah, they'd be like in, in first the year. 1920s. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so no no 80s montage. No, yeah, no no there. 70s Aww. to 80s like. Oh, that's a disappointment. That can still happen in my head and in the listeners' heads. I mean... (laughs) I feel like they they still had sweatbands and stuff. wizard fashion doesn't have to be adjacent to muggle fashion. Exactly. They were well ahead of their time. They invented it. (laughs) I I could just imagine the happy wizard that invented spandex just being like, (laughs) ta-da! <laughs> it stretches so far. Look, I can fit an elephant in my pants. Form, I know form-fitted form robes, but then it's like, yeah, you got to. You're just like stretching. Like, imagine kids in classes just like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're you know they're sitting there under the desk, and they're not just like stretching out their shirt like this, but they're stretching out their pant legs like yeah. like their pant hem, and like, everyone's like Johnny. I can see your underwear. And he's like, yes, Max. <laughs> Oh my goodness. My dad invented spandex. <laughs> <laughs> That's why my name is Johnny Spandex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, didn't you, know, didn't you know that he was the son of the inventor of spandex? Oh. Common knowledge. Oh, yes. Oh I love that so much. So now I'm picturing the sort of the chocolate frog card with the, with the moving leg. <laughs> Johnny Spandex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, oh. oh my the goodness. things my brain does for a laugh. If anyone, if you guys ever get your hands on a Johnny Spandex chocolate frog card, I really want one too, and I'll pay whoever. 
<laughs> okay, whoever's making it. <laughs> that is a merch idea right there. Johnny's, yeah, literally a, a limited edition Johnny Spandex chocolate frog chocolate card. I expect some artwork from you, Juliana. I know, I'm probably going to end up drying Johnny yeah. Spandex yes. at some point. So. Incredible. <laughs> oh, now my cheeks kind of oh hurt. <laughs> Welcome to Puffcast, your bi-weekly Harry Potter podcast, run by Puffs. I'm Melanie. And I'm Juliana. Do you like Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts? Oh, yes. Oh, good. Are you looking for a fun, stress-free place to just have a good conversation, play some silly games, and hear from some great guests? Yes, please tell me more. Oh, boy. Well, then this podcast is for you. We would like to invite you to join our happy common room. Get comfy, have some pizza, make new friends, and be part of the conversation. All houses are welcome. You can find Puffcast every other Wednesday on all platforms where podcasts are found. So we'll see you in the common room. And until then, stay puffy. And badger on. Oh my god, but yes, Hooch definitely, she's a sporty girl. And I, I, I do feel like they're kind of coming... They're both, like, kind of misunderstood mm-hmm. in a yeah. way. Because being super into plants isn't really, doesn't seem like in the wizarding world to be a very common or popular thing, mm-hmm. per se. Yeah. And Quidditch is popular, but again, I feel like she's that, that's that sporty girl who at school was at track practice or was at basketball practice since they would show up at, like, 5.30 a.m. so they could shoot hoops. Mm-hmm. before everyone got there mm-hmm. and then would stay after school and then do practice and then stay after practice too. She's just Aww. like, Quidditch is my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she meets Sprout and then she's like, oh, I love this woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And I love how when you meet somebody who you don't really have very many common or overlapping interests with them, you you then fall into their enthusiasm for what they love. Yes. So mm-hmm. I could yeah. see them, I could see that sort of hybridizing between them. But as, as well as that, like you say, uh, growing plants wouldn't be very popular in the, in the wizarding world. And you're right, but it shocks me because uh, so few wizards seem to know healing magic or mm-hmm. medi wizardry or whatever that's called, and surely yeah. that would be that would have a lot to do with the plants they use. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing as though the mandrakes literally save the day in the seventh in the second book. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. How yeah. convenient that they're lo- learning about it in their class and that they need to <laughs> and they just happen to have them. It's oh, almost wow. like yeah. it was a plot device. Uh, it's almost like that. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> I wonder if this will come back later. Aha! So something... You just so happen to have that exact thing. Okay, sorry. Sorry. So something that I've been thinking about is like, you know, exploring this ship is like, so what if this was like a um like an like an AU situation for a fanfic mm-hmm. where say Neville is like the boy who lived, you know, instead of Harry, oh, like you okay. know you see the like it could have yeah. been either or and mm-hmm. say that Neville didn't have his grandma or like his parents were gone and he had no one. What if Hooch and Sprout adopted Neville? 
first parent. Aww. I feel like in this AU, Neville has to be sorted into Hufflepuff because Mel yes. and I have had this discussion before. Yes. Too, and I personally am of the camp that Neville probably should have been in Hufflepuff because mm-hmm. yeah. there can be brave Hufflepuffs. Yes, but yeah. he definitely is much. He, I feel like he exemplifies a lot more of the Hufflepuff, the 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 primary Hufflepuff can like stuff, and then has secondary Gryffindor behaviors mm-hmm. as opposed. Mm-hmm. Sure. So yeah. I just I I feel like in this AU, Neville, if he is the chosen one, he is definitely sorted into. Hufflepuff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then yes, he is adopted as a child of the Hooch Sprout family. Yes, so he becomes Neville's Longbottom Sp- Hooch Sprout. Sp- well, I guess Spooch. Spooch. <laughs> no, yeah. Neville Longbottom Spooch. <laughs> long name, a very long name. Well, if you say it, if you say Spooch Longbottom, it sounds vaguely rude. So. Spooch Longbottom. Long. Don't call me a Spooch Longbottom. <laughs> And then on the uh, then you could also see then Neville actually also like Harry being the Quidditch star like he could be like super into Mm. plants for mom you know for for Sprout and then be really into Quidditch because Hooch is really into it because I could see Hooch being that parent who's like I am into this so therefore you're into this you know what I mean like like, your first broom when you turn two and then you start flying lessons my wife is not about this whatsoever (laughs) therefore I made like I have you so that I have someone we have we have <laughs> flying time and then we have plant time. Exactly. In the mornings we have flying time and in the afternoons we have plant time. Yes. <laughs> and luckily Neville's sweet enough that he's like actually into it versus the kid. Like he might have that stint of like the tweeny years where he's just like, I, no. I, you don't, you know, own me and I, this isn't my thing. But then secretly he's like still has his plant collection in the dormitory <laughs> and like he's still like, you know, sneaks out early in the morning to like play, you know, to fly his broomstick. Yeah. Like he's just like, I'm going to spite them, but I still really love it so much. And, I feel- <laughs> sorry, sorry to cut across Oh you. no, go ahead. I, go I ahead. was just going to say it's canon as well because it's established that Neville is a good dancer at the Yule Ball. Oh, yeah. So, mm. and if Hooch is also teaching dancing, that would explain how Neville got those mad skills. Oh my yes. goodness. Love it. So, oh, what, so were, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say that if, if he was chosen as the chosen one, but then his grand, like he lives with his family and then at some point between when he goes to Hogwarts and uh, when he's born, obviously, he loses his family and his grand, that he would actually really love having all the extra attention and, like, actual love and not just, like, right. sense of, like, disdain that yeah. he gets from mm-hmm. his, his grand. Oh, yeah. yeah. His grandma is so problematic. You know, I mean, it's just, like, oh, yeah. she has all this, like, your parents were, are a certain way, like, and they're, you know, you need to be them. and all these expectations and even, like, his uncle and... It's a poor Neville. Let's chuck him out a window. That won't yeah. hurt. I know. Yeah. yeah, let's throw it. Yeah, exactly. Luckily, he bounced. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that was such a that's such a cheap throwaway line. But it, but you know, we really see the implications of stuff like that whenever um, the Boggart faces Neville and it's Snape. Yeah. Uh, and you ju- you just think it's saying something that the most traumatic influences in his life are established adults who should mm-hmm. know better mm-hmm. um so i really yes. i really do think that i now 
wholly support the AU where he's raised by competent guardians. Yes, yes. <laughs> Who yes. have a loving relationship yes. and, <laughs> and can exemplify what a real relationship should look like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I feel like that's one of the things too that we don't really see too much of in the... We don't really see like many relationships between adults in the wizarding right. world. Yeah. Aside from like the Parents, Weasleys. Which yeah. The, the Weasleys are like, okay. I mean, yeah. they definitely like bring out that stigma that was more of a thing during the 90s where Molly Weasley is like the nagging wife and Arthur is like the bumbling yeah, doofy fool, husband. Yeah, dad, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which wouldn't really fly that well in a in a modern written book, mm-hmm. but, you know, it was written in the 90s, so it's just kind of of its time at this point. Mm-hmm. But the only other real relationships we see are between Narcissa, Malfoy, and and Lucius, yeah. which that's kind of like mm. uh, right. I that's really a great like representation. Too. Great, great yeah. role model. Great role models. Like yes. yeah, let's just well, we we sacrifice our children for Lord Voldemort. All good. Right. It's fine. Um, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no questions there. Sounds good. And then we get the Dursleys, who are clearly again playing into that trope of like I'm the nagging wife, right? And I'm the I'm the husband, right? And they are definitely not a good and like, spoiling the child and letting him get away with everything, and it's just like oh, oh yeah. my gosh, it's well, like they're the, not nice to each other yeah. even either. Like it's not even like they're like I love you, I love you so much, we hate you, Harry. They're like oh, I disdain you, right. I disdain you. Yeah, they don't even like each other. Yeah, and it's so bad. That even Dumbledore, who is a horrible human, can see <laughs> that can see that he's like. But the abuse you have inflicted upon this poor boy, referring to Dudley, is even worse. Because I than... left you here. Yeah, yeah. But he's like the the abuse you've inflicted upon Dudley is even worse than what Harry's yeah. been. And I was just like, well, yeah, it's actually right. Like at the time when I when I was a kid or however old I was reading that, I was like, no, of course Harry's been abused more and but you know what are you talking about but then you read it again as an adult and you're like yes actually um over spoiling somebody to the point where they're absolutely convinced that they're perfect is Mm -hmm. deeply deeply damaging yeah Yeah, exactly Mm -hmm. exactly um and i i just think yeah that you're right there are very few competent adult role models in this world mm-hmm, yeah. so we need more of them and i can actually see hooch using the phrase as a parent that sort of behavior won't fly ah! <laughs> yes <laughs> oh that's so good <laughs> Imagine all of the plant and flying puns that they could utilize oh as parents, yes. or just in general. I feel like those, along with the ship puns, they just, there's so many. Mm-hmm. There's so many good, like, plant puns. Mm-hmm. Plant, mm-hmm. plant puns. Do we think that's why Sprout also says when Neville is in the Mandrake, uh, passes out from the Mandrakes, that she is much easier saying, ah, he's gonna be fine. Because yeah. it's her adoptive son. <laughs> like, and she knows my him kid. already. Ah, he's fine. Yeah, it's totally it's fine. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. He does this every once in a while. Really <laughs> and then Hooch does the same. She's like, no, oh, yeah, come on. It's just a broken arm. It's okay. I mean, that's true. That would kind of give them a little bit more leeway at why they kind of lackadaisically yes. treated Neville like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Once you know that there's a foundation of love there underneath it all, yes. you're like, it's absolutely fine. I mean, yeah. it's it's probably problematic that Hooch doesn't know the simple spell to cure a broken arm magically. But, you know, we've established that she only took flying lessons. Or know yeah. how so to hold quickly. it properly. In the dang movie, she's like, yeah, it's broken. It's just like, it's just like flying. 
slap in her yeah, mouth. Like, 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 you don't raise it. it like that. What are you doing, woman? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all learned that they need to teach medical, like, first, like, wizard first aid yeah, therapy, to Medical everyone. period. Like, just having Pomfrey, like, where's her, like, like uh, intern? You know what I mean? Like, where's the other say, There must be at least one kid asking if they can be a healer every exactly, year. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, just to be, because I work in a, in a nursing home, which is like a medical field. Yeah. We have to be first aid certified. Yeah. Just like the basic. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. American Medical Associate, just like the basic one that literally any any Joe Schmo on the street can take. Right. But I feel like that should just be a thing that they teach. Yes. yes. Is just like, this is this is how you heal a cut. Yeah. This is how you, you sling your arm. Right? This is how you create a magical band-aid to stop the bleeding. Yeah. And that way, before, if someone can't get to you, you can at least put a band-aid on or, like, summon something that can help you out. So that way you don't die, <laughs> it took, potentially. It took me embarrassingly long, embarrassingly long to realize that when Lockhart in the movie is, like, casting a spell, he's like, Brokey Arm Amendo. Like, that's literally oh, the yeah. spell. It's like, Brokey Arm Amendo. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's very much of the same vein of the spell that Ron does in the first movie. Yes. What is it? Something make this stupid brat right turn no, yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like it's like how would that be a spell? Yes. Like all the other spells are like Accio. It's like how okay like I understand that sounds very fancy in Latin. Right, Thank you very right, much. Yes. And it's a brokiamamendo. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> Although not all the spells are Latin, right. like or yeah. like, I'm pretty sure that you know when Lupin is taking the class to go and walk to the boggart, um, mm-hmm. and he he sees Peeves stuffing chewing gum into a keyhole, so yes. he's like, "This is a useful little spell." Waddy wazzy, and I'm like, "What the what fuck is Waddy wazzy? And it goes right up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it goes up his nostril. I'm like, did, did you specifically design the spell? And if so, how are spells designed? Mm-hmm. That is I'd what like should to know that. That is yeah. what yeah. should be taught at Hogwarts. So yes. you could potentially design spells to, I don't know, protect students psychologically mm-hmm. from all the damage that's being done to them. Um, and not have it be something that literally dices your enemies into like a friendly <laughs> Yeah. That's the only instance we see of, like, quote-unquote creation of spells is, like, Snape's wild ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would think that that would be a class. I also imagine that, like, how Starbucks has the secret menu, there's a secret menu of spells and potions that people have created that's, like, written somewhere, whatever their equivalent of Facebook or something. There's, like, a hidden Facebook group that has, like, the secret spells that we've created. And I'm sure some of them on there are like really, really, really stupid. They're like, this is how you can grow a mustache on your friend while they're sleeping. Right. <laughs> you, you think that like NEWT, like your final like exam or like almost like term paper or whatever is like designing a new like potion spell, whatever, like in whatever. Like, I just think that that makes sense. Like that would be really yeah. cool. Like who who leaves Hogwarts and then goes into like I'm gonna be a person who designs spells like is that even a thing or they're just like yeah all these old people made these things and we're fine like we're good we have everything we we need (laughs) there's definitely a spell that like makes a fart smell come out of your wand that you can like project across the room and be like Jim did it it was Jim it wasn't me it was Jim (laughs) 
That's one of those black market spells. I mean, we do we do see some invented spells, like Ginny does the bogey. Oh, the bat bogey hex? Oh, the bat bogey yeah. Did Ginny yeah. invent that? Is I that- don't think so. Because Slughorn is like, oh, I saw a girl do a really good bat bogey hex. So obviously oh. he knew what it was. Uh, okay, but yeah. at least with the with the Marauders, you see that they are having at least some that they are that they keep practicing on on Snape and yeah, which were his. They if- were they were Snape's spells. Like Levy Corpus yeah. was Snape's, and then they took it over and used it mm. on him all the time, which was crazy. Yeah. So, but um, oh, mean. what was I going to ask? Okay, so. When so of course say first year they meet and become friends one would assume at eleven they didn't become girlfriends <laughs> they were just like oh they liked each other I, and, and probably didn't really yeah. understand their feelings to for one another when, also given it's the nineteen twenties too so it's not it's not and that too the nineteen twenties they're just like oh yeah when do you whereas like kids who are like eleven here they're like yeah I know what bisexual <laughs> and like gender fluid <laughs> and things like that are exactly. these people are like if you're not marrying a woman or a man and you're not the opposite gender. Who you think you are? Congratulations, <laughs> your career is spinster. <laughs> wow, so, that was a bad. If that, if someone's voice came like to that, came to me like that, like from above, and I would be like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That, 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 that absolutely, one hundred percent. Okay, cool. Sign um, me up. So my question is, when do you think they would confess, and who would confess first? And like, how did they? How would they do it? Like, what do you think? I think Sprout would be the first one that lets it slip. Interesting. Because mm-hmm. she seems more the heartier one, you mm-hmm. know, like that the feelings are just coming out of her. Yeah, yeah. On the sleeve, mm-hmm. feelings on the sleeve. Yeah, very Hufflepuffy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like she would take Rolanda aside and be like hey, I want to share something with you. And she's like, I see the way that you look at me and I know the way that I look at you. Yeah. And Rolanda would be like, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> feelings. Yeah. Do we have to talk about feelings? Yeah, Let's talk right. about footage. <laughs> and, then, and then it's couched the only way she can uh, describe how she's feeling is if she couches it in flying metaphor. So it's like, you make my heart sore. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Aww. When I see you, it's like putting a, a quaffle through the goalposts. <laughs> <laughs> or catching the golden snitch after just 10 seconds of the game passing. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You're God. a keeper to me. I could also see Sprout, like, same thing. Like, I could see if it was like an accident. Like, I could see her just being like, that something happened or Hooch does something and it could just have spilled out like her just saying I love you like it just like spills out you know that moment where it's just like oh my gosh I love you and then it's like at first it might be like and then she might be like in a panic like but as a friend (laughs) totally as a friend (laughs) like it's only mine and um, who's just like does it have to be as a friend right exactly and then Sprout's like no yeah Mm-hmm. And yeah. then they kiss, and it's really cute. I know, oh for sure, because I definitely could see Sprout continuing to be like insecure, like either like because mm-hmm. Hooch is like the sporty girl, she has to have a bunch of guy friends. If you think about it, it's kind of oh, like yeah. you know, even Ginny, even though she dates a bunch of people, like she has a bunch of like more guy friends. Like it's really just Hermione-ish is kind of her friend, but and then Luna's kind of adjacent, but. I could see her having a bunch of guy friends and Sprout feeling super insecure, like, and she might even be the only girlfriend, but 
in all honesty, it's because Hooch is like, you're the only girl for me. You're the only one that I need. And it's just like, oh, just it's so cute. But, you know, <laughs> have to have some drama in school. Like, it's unavoidable. Yeah. Yes. A little bit of drama. I feel like they would definitely keep their relationship probably pretty close to, like, either the end of yeah. Hogwarts or afterwards. Just because that time frame, generally speaking, isn't very forgiving to LGBTQIA oh, plus sure. people. Or even just, like, public you know, displays of affection in general. Like, yeah. I'm sure every, like, I could see of the times, like, no holding hands, like, no, da, 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 whatever. Yeah. But then also... Oh, yeah, that was in the 20s, too, where they had, like, the ban on alcohol and stuff like that. So I'm sure that there was yeah. some kind of... But at the same time, like, don't show affection. We w- don't want to know who's with who. But as soon as you graduate, you're getting married. Like, <laughs> Okay, to who? Nothing, nothing, wait, nothing. Wait, to wait, who? Wait, to, yeah, wait, literally wait, everything. Who does that sound like? <laughs> totally affectionless characters that then get married immediately after they graduate. Oh, mm, I can think of a right. particular children's author that espouses those views in the 1990s. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone read the epilogue of Harry Potter? Anyone? Uh, right? Anyone? Epilogue, yeah, what epilogue? Uh, uh, what is that? I mean, we, we've all read it and then immediately forgot it. Like the, like... Somebody else is the secret yeah. keeper for that knowledge, so it's not it's not relevant. <laughs> okay, good. As long as it's it's locked off somewhere, exactly. I don't really care what happens to it. But as long as it's like yep. accessible, if I need so it. So yep. I don't exactly. know if this is too rude, and if it is, you can absolutely cut this out. But I do, I, <laughs> but I oh, do no. think that one of them would at least refer to the other one as their golden snatch. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's cute. <laughs> Yes. Well, of course, Hooch would say that, probably, because it would, like, she would use, like, kind of those, like, puns for whatever. Yeah. So then what would Sprout, like, say in, like, what's planting? (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, now I'm just thinking bush. Like, that's all I'm thinking. There'd be a lot of bush (laughs) conversations, let me tell you that much. (laughs) No, not again. Oh, wow. Not, not, there wouldn't be as many, we, we had a, a brief little thing in what, on our podcast before we talked about the relationship between uh, Sprout and Snape and how the, the potions vials were very large and there were lots of plants and things going into them, you know. Ah! <laughs> no. Mel- oh my <laughs> goodness. Oh, Mel is not about this. No. Mel's like, don't mention that we were, that we were talking some schmuck on our podcast. <laughs> I need I need the episode number yesterday. Uh, it's it, I had to cut it down to keep it clean because we have a clean podcast. Oh, that's it's true. more in our it's that's in fair. our bloopers, but I can see if I can find it and send it to you yes. by email. Yes. Well, obviously ours is not. So talk about whatever yeah. potions, bottles, and plants. And yeah, yeah. In fact, the more very deep exactly. holes, lots of deep exactly. holes in the ground. And there are plenty of people soiling themselves. It's all fine. It's all good. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> so yes. much soiling. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. There's so many. <sighs> I feel like there's just so many, so much potential. There's just so much potential here. Mm-hmm. I, mean, yeah. I just imagine their wedding is just uh, like, it's Quidditch themed and it's also plant themed and everything is a pun. Mm-hmm. Just like every, like you go to the tables and everything is a pun and just I feel like I feel like Sprout would make the decorations for their wedding on the most part. She'd do a lot of like handmade decorations. She would obviously outsource the Hufflepuff house mm-hmm. to help her because they would be more than willing to do crafts. We love to do crafts. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes. We would absolutely love to do crafts for our favorite professors. 
wedding and Hooch would be like, well, I, we have to include some Quidditch items. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. we'd probably have like a, there would definitely be a show, a broomstick yes. flying show in the middle. Of- okay. So did you, did you guys ever watch, um, what was it? Don Bluth's Thumbelina? Like yes. the animated yeah. movie. Oh, a very long time okay. ago. Okay, so but when she and the prince get married or whatever, she has like he has his bee friend that he flies around on. So at the very oh. end, I'm picturing like because she gets on and she's all like trying to grab hold of him and they like buzz away and she's terrified. Mm-hmm. So I picture they're like just married, like we're married and leaving for their honeymoon. <laughs> Hooch is like comes up with the broomstick and, and Sprout's like. You've got to be no. fucking kidding me. And like just gets on and just terrified screaming as they fly up into the sky. Now, do we imagine that either of them are wearing dresses or are they both wearing pantsuits? Because I feel like Hooch is definitely wearing a pantsuit. Oh, for sure. Like there's mm-hmm. no way. I feel like Sprout might wear a dress. But then again, I could see her really rocking a pantsuit yes. too. On yeah, one, me too. On one hand, I see it as like, because of course we talk about how like maybe Sprout has kind of like some like insecurities as far as like how Mm -hmm. she looks it's like for some people their wedding day is that one day they feel like a princess or like feel beautiful so i also could see her having like having her moment of just being her most feminine self and then afterwards literally taking it off and putting on her work gloves and like you know what i mean like that's just kind of what i what i picture but 100 percent hooch is just is definitely in in a pantsuit Mel Mel's gonna not really like this too much, but I was just imagining what she would wear on her wedding night, and, and who was just wearing like a like a an underwear set that's like kind of lacy, but it's made out of her apron that she wears into the oh house. So it's like a canvas. She's like, hey, or literally is wearing the apron, but nothing else. Or just else. the apron, yeah. yeah, just the apron. In the boots. Yes. I have a bush for you to trim. Oh, oh wow. she's just like leave the boots on. Mel's over here like I I am crying since (laughs) 10 minutes already (laughs) from laughing for the listeners that don't see the video it's from laughing but And then you never came back on the podcast again. <laughs> Juliana's like, me, 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 me. I'll be back. <laughs> hi. 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 Hello. I I definitely have to, after the after we are done, I have to recover for a week from the face muscles hurting because we have been laughing all this way through. <laughs> I can really feel it already. Oh. Oh my goodness! Laugh- laughter is definitely <laughs> yeah. our love language. You know, you're all about the you're all about the love yes. and and spreading the positivity. And <laughs> laughter is that love language that we do well. I think because mm-hmm. we just we just I like, I mean I just yeah. love being silly with these characters. And there, there's something so wholesome in that. Like, who doesn't want to picture Sprout's lingerie? <laughs> <laughs> right? Mm, I. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I I. I feel like she could probably produce her own line of lingerie. And then we could follow it up with Madame Hooch's line of lingerie that's Quidditch themed. And I imagine she has like a like a bra that looks like a set of goggles, like you know. And the underwear have two little brooms on them. It's like vroom vroom. Oh my god. Yes! <laughs> like tassels! Tassels! Broom tassels! No! <laughs> Oh. Someone 
guys to design oh this like uh, I need like a full <gasps> rendering of this lingerie line the the, the spoosh lingerie yes, line yeah exactly we have our plant themed and then our, <laughs> our Quidditch themed oh oh my gosh oh my goodness so something that I think about with these two of course because like I mean kind of like you said we don't see many relationships but when I look at mm. like um Madame Pomfrey like Poppy I could see the three of them together too like I see, Ooh, yeah. you know, like Poppy. It's funny because then Poppy's like the obviously the healer and whatever. And like mm-hmm. whenever Hooch gets hurt or does something reckless, then of course Poppy's like, "Gosh, darn it! Like why? Like, I can fix you again? Exactly. Like why are you doing back here? Whatever." And I just think that that's like kind of a cute, like, um, like none of the students know, but it's like obviously like all they're like oh yeah, yeah. worth worth the three of us are together and maybe they don't yeah. know and it's like well yeah we don't they don't need to know like we don't need to you know explain ourselves yeah. or anything like that sister wives and, without a yeah guy, yes so right they still <laughs> yeah. they're still sister wives because they're wives yeah, exactly they're all wives, they're just wives. I, I do have to ask you guys though yeah. because all three of them are very strong-headed women yes how do you yeah. think this would really work Hmm. See, that's where I think that's where I think we get into trouble with the three of them being together, because I feel like with Sprout, she's very strong headed, but she also is like kind of soft on the inside. Mm -hmm. And that's what she would be a compromiser, I feel like she would have her opinion. She would make her opinion known. But then she probably would be the one to like be like, hey, guys, come on, we got to be a mediator. It's the Hufflepuffiness. Like she's like, she's still going to be a people pleaser. You know, at the end of the day, she's going to want everyone to be happy. So. Yeah, but no, yeah. that's so true because it's like I, uh, yeah, Poppy is definitely like this is she rules the hospital wing and and everything goes a certain way and if you don't listen to her like you're you're in trouble and it's no very time clear. for nonsense no time yeah. for right. nonsense yeah yeah but no, I um, actually it's funny I actually see her being more romantically flexible because she has to be so controlled in her professional life that then when she has a chance to mm-hmm. let her hair down literally out of that hat you know she can she can really yeah. let loose and just be free to be herself more so i actually think you know this persona mm-hmm. she puts yeah. on of being the the bustling matron mm. is it's like purely a professional thing and then as soon as she is you know she can leave the day job behind she's actually a lot more loving and nurturing because we we don't really see Mm -hmm. her personality Mm, develop much through the books i mean she's literally just there to to complain about how many injuries she's having to treat but i think but really yeah this is a valid complaint right exactly especially harry it's like gosh darn it harry like what? <laughs> seriously how many times do i need to see you exactly. i know what your scar looks like already no so, not you again so as soon as her shift is over she takes off the hat and her hair flies exactly oh for sure yes it's like, oh it's so All luscious like a l'oreal slow motion yeah. moment you know and then she struts out yes her girls. oh yes. yes okay so yes. now what is her strut music what is that piece of music that plays <laughs> for her slow motion walk oh gosh oh i have no idea i'm yeah, so bad at is... yeah because we did this with ron and pansy oh. yeah you had your pansy yeah. head cannon of her walking i into did the great i did hall. i had pansy yeah. head cannon and she was walking into the great hall with <laughs> uh moving in stereo by the cars um and yes. uh i i don't know about pomfrey because because i sort of feel like she could maybe be deceptive like she couldn't maybe be into like metal and rock like 
<laughs> I was gonna say like I feel like wild oh, thing. Yes. Right wild thing. Wild thing. Wild thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Oh my goodness. I can definitely <gasps> see her at night rocking like some combat boots and a studded belt mm-hmm. and a tight black tank top and some tight black skinny jeans. Yeah. She's like, yeah, come at me. Yes, especially when you have some... yeah, when you have a uniform exactly. that you have to wear at work, and then yeah. it's like you go like people, mm-hmm. and it's almost like say you go somewhere and people don't recognize you because you're literally nothing like anyone would imagine yeah. because it's like oh my pink hair is covered ha- covered by a hat because no one can I was see say, it. Do we know what color her hair right. is because I yeah I think she definitely needs yeah. colored hair yes. in this universe. Yes. I. Bet she has some naughty tattoos hidden away also. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah, it's like the long robes, even like has some like sanitized gloves and the hat and stuff. Like it's all very you like non-conservative. <laughs> and then, yeah, she gets home and it's just like, yeah, it's just. It's <laughs> like full arm sleeves. Yes. And wizarding yes. tattoos have to be able to like move around the body. <gasps> yeah. Oh, right. Yes. So yeah. like, you yeah. can have any amount of magical creatures and colors, and like I'm mm-hmm. just I'm all about that. I need mm-hmm. to see that written in thick. I need to I need to have more of those visuals because I bet some people Jeff? have definitely come up with those clever <laughs> ideas. And if yeah, Jeffrey? if if. Um, <laughs> Yeah, right, exactly. Hello, Jeffrey. Je- Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeffrey, I'm calling you. Hello. Hello. His nose is tickling right now. He knows we're calling yes, exactly. him. Right, I'll, I'll let him know later because he and I are going to record our podcast nice. later. Oh, yeah. So I will I will fully inform him that he is on the hook for more fan fiction writing. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, because I just, I need to know what her tattoos are in this universe. Yeah. Was there anything else we wanted to talk about about Spooch? That's why I, as soon as you sent that list, I was like, oh, I think this fan fiction will set us off on the right foot. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, the only thing I see was like what we think the last thing they bought each other for Valentine's Day was. Aww. I feel like Professor Sprout probably got Hooch the most up to date, like, broom add on thing that you can oh, get, like, yes. the like, broom accessory. Mm-hmm. And she probably went to. McGonagall and was asking McGonagall what's the what is like the newest thing that I can get Mm -hmm. for her that she doesn't already buy for herself that's like the hardest thing with people who are passionate about whatever it's like they own the newest I know I'm like oh god like what do I get or like finding out like maybe she has an in with um like someone who like is actually like a manufacturer or some wizard or witch that makes some of that stuff and like has just kind of put a maybe they know each other because of Hooch. Like they go to like parties together or like knows them because of course Hooch is just going to be rubbing elbows with all the Quidditch peeps and is just like hey or comes up with an idea of a random thing and designs it specifically yeah. for her. Like mm-hmm. maybe she has some sort of need that doesn't yeah. exist and she's like could you design this thing? What do you think about it? And if and when you do, can I have one first? Like, it, that would be so cool. <laughs> well, in my head canon, they definitely do have a tandem broom that is designed for them. They definitely oh, yes. both can sit on the broom together. Because it doesn't matter that, that Sprout can't fly. Hooch is just like, I'll take us together. Right. Well, it's like a tandem <laughs> bike. The person in front is literally doing all the work. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or like a motorbike, you get on the side bikes that don't even make you. You're just in the side. They don't even make you do this. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, they could do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I imagine though that there would be some kind of uh, belt. 
for Sprout so she doesn't fall yes. over. That's a safety belt. So she yes. stays on, yeah, something like that maybe. Or a magical hovering charm or something that like helps mm-hmm. like keep you balanced. Like maybe for like trainer bro- training brooms, like if you do for like oh, yeah. kids under 10. Oh, yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah, we're doing this but for an adult. <laughs> Is that we need to make this a little bit stronger? Just, a, just beef it up just a little could bit. Could the could the belt be made from a tiny little bit of devil snare? Ooh, it could. So nice it's, and tight. It's, like de- <laughs> it's definitely keeping you snug. It would have to be nighttime, though. It would just disintegrate. It would just like oh yeah, up oh yeah, the sunlight. sunlight. Oh, yeah, oh no, right. but there are charms that you can put on a broomstick to keep the rain off. So I assume that there That's are charms true. that you can yeah. keep the sun off. A bit like an umbrella charm or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Probably. I would hope so. That would be like really terrible if you're flying your broom and you're like above the clouds and you couldn't find a way to shield the sun. That would be really right. hot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I imagine that like any professional person on a broom eventually has to figure out spells to be like keeping them protected from adverse weather conditions because they're not going to be like i i read somewhere in in... but no it's like it's the same thing like when they were trying to get harry in the fifth book to the order of the phoenix and like moody's like okay we gotta go up and we gotta go down we gotta go left we gotta go right and then it's really cold and then it's like and and tonks is just like moody my god we're freezing (laughs) yeah yeah if they don't know like you know after that that's gonna be in demand like how the heck do we stay warm slash cold air conditioning and heat for broom travel i mean it has to be a thing yeah (laughs) i mean it's the equivalent of flying of like being in a car so i would assume that there's some kind of equivalent to air conditioning Mm -hmm. and heat right (laughs) you can't just go into the air if it's like 10 degrees outside and go even higher into the air where it gets even colder and expect that your organs are going to function correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Just unrealistic. I'm very worried about my vital organs right now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't really think many of these wizards are worried about their vital organs. Okay, now talking about organs. So now I'm thinking of Invader Zim and his squiggly spooch. Because we got (laughs) spooch. My squiggly spooch. That's perfect. I I think that um, Hooch would be getting some kind of very fancy gift basket for Sprout that has some of her favorite food items that she loves. Um, Some very exotic and rare plant that she's looking for. She would be flying all over the places to find it just for her. Oh, that's And then there would be a good brush to scrub and a good magical soap (laughs) so she gets all the dirt out once a year under her fingernails. Once a year? I love that. For their anniversary. For the anniversary. For the anniversary <laughs> bath. So, so yes. obviously Sprout is not the one using her fingers in this situation. Oh my goodness. No. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Hooch is into it. I don't oh my God. It could it could be a it could be a, a kink that she's into, you know. I should have seen that coming. <laughs> <laughs> you walked right into it. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, I think maybe we should re- we should change that to like maybe every day she uses this soap, so that way we can right. It's just a new one. Like she gets a new one that's not all like you know used to have. But only, but only because Hooch is nagging her because Sprout definitely will say. But tomorrow they will be dirty again anyway. So 
Yeah. What's the point? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> because you're going to touch me and I don't want that up my hee-haw. Thank you very much. Exactly. I mean, it's a reasonable request. I mean, it's a... She can wear gloves, maybe. <laughs> she probably I mean, yeah. does wear gloves, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, does she ever take them off, actually? <laughs> it's there. So she does Ooh, wear another gloves, king. so maybe she does have really pristine hands. <laughs> mm, if anything, sure. Hooch is the one with calluses and stuff from, like, you know, just, mm, like, that's true. true. Yeah, yeah, I don't Very know. True. <laughs> oh, God, we're mm. just, like, which hands are better hands for sexy time? Who is the one that <laughs> Hooch or Sprout? Listeners, send us your vote. <laughs> send us your fan art. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! That would be fun. Oh, oh, I've, oh, re- I've wow. really put my fist into that one. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Oh. Uh, I'm already crying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! Okay, so is there oh anything gosh. else? <laughs> I think I think we have gone everywhere where we didn't even expect to go. Literally, <laughs> really far. We've gone ways. <laughs> we hit a we hit a home run. If you many home runs. We have we have dealt with this ship handily. <laughs> So, uh, well, oh my gosh, thank you so much for you guys coming on and talking about all of this. Literally all of this. Jeff, oh my, so much fun. This has been such an adventure, but I have loved this. It's been incredible. Um, When can you come back? This was phenomenal. Right? And who? Yeah, now we have to figure out who's the, yeah, who's the next ship that... That we would like to write a fanfic, have Jeff write a fanfic or talk about. Or if we have a second chapter. Yes. yes. You ask for a second chapter. Mm. So Jeff, get onto it. Exactly. And uh, we will be back. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So. Spooch part two. <laughs> the gloves are uh, off this time. Oh. The gloves are off, yes. 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 But thank you for having us. That was really fun. Oh, yeah. you're welcome. Thank you. It was so much fun. So, okay, what is it, listeners? Jeff, we need fan fiction. Listeners, um, whose hands are better? Um, what, <laughs> what do we need for people? I'm trying to remember. Oh, but, and yeah. also the the, um, <laughs> the the walk down music for. Oh uh, yes, yeah. yes. Pop, Poppy's strutting strutting move. Remove hat. What color hair does she have? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a full outfit description for her. I need a full fan fiction. Lingerie uh, fan art. Yes. Yo, oh, yes. Oh, I specifically need a line of lingerie. <laughs> Spooch lingerie from the house of Spooch. So definitely send your lingerie art to careofmagicalshippers at gmail.com and puffcastpod at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Mel, Mel is like, tell, like, no. Yes. <laughs> I will answer those emails. Thank you very much. If you label it lingerie, I will open it. For the next two weeks, I will not look in there. <laughs> <laughs> you, just write, yeah. you just write sexy times or you write. Yes, exactly. For Juliana's eyes only. Yes. Yes, just for Juliana. Oh, oh my god. I'll take it. I'd love it. It'd be fabulous. <laughs> Okay, so now I'm trying to think. Okay, Nathan, next time. Actually, I did a poll. I did a poll again, like I do when I can't. Yeah, I saw that you did a poll in the Discord. Yeah. But I can't choose. Okay, so the next ship that we're going to do. Drumroll. 
is Bella Myony. Nice! Bellatrix yes. and Hermione. Really? Oh, ha. Oh, that'll be wild. <laughs> Which obviously is super cursed. I mean, obviously extremely yeah. cursed. Yeah. But yeah. it's really popular, and obviously there are reasons for it, and we're going to find out why. <laughs> I mean, I think we can already pretty much take yeah. an educated guess at why yes. this ship is so popular. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yes, definitely. Just it's not for great reasons. No. Could have nothing to do with um, thigh high boots and a little frizzy hair. No. <laughs> a certain dominatrix persona. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Um, might be a little bit tense. Might be a little bit cursed. We will see what happens. I'm right. excited. Well, you better whip that into shape then and get yourselves ready for next yeah. episode. Which... Do, 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 do. Crack yes. that whip. <laughs> so once again thank you for coming on and we're so excited to share this with everybody and yeah thank you jeff thank you so much so so yeah we'll we'll have jeff get that fanfic up on one of the uh servers and we'll we'll let everyone know where where it is located so if you want to read it for yourself Mm -hmm. minus the voices or you can do them yourself Uh, we'll, we'll find a way to get there. And if you want to find us, um, you can find us over at Popcast Pod anywhere and on all of our socials and um, anywhere you listen to podcasts. So yeah. nice. If you want more of this craziness, <laughs> just in a clean way. <laughs> we- We're a little bit more kid friendly. We have good magical soap over here. <laughs> yeah. We have strong soap. Mel likes to wash my mouth out with the soap sometimes. I scrub everyone first and then we start podcasting. <laughs> And if you want to hear more about Golden Snatches, come listen to us. Because yes. we'll, we'll field everything that is, is deemed oh. too dirty for your friends over at Puffcast. Yeah, yeah. All the schmutz. We'll send them over to you. <laughs> if they ever invite us on, we're going to have to be so well behaved. Oh. oh. We'll just pick, we'll pick something that, no, no, I was going to say, we'll pick something that you can't really turn like schmutty, but there's really not, it's not possible. We can't turn anything. Anything. Yeah. It's, we, we love to do it, but I, I promise we can be well behaved, but just for short bursts. So. Otherwise, I am goating you. Yeah, I'm goating you out because that's the thing we do. If there is some kind of curse, you are going to sound like a goat. Oh, okay. Is that bad? <laughs> if you say something smutty she'll cut you out and put you with my snape uh whole potions vials yes. conversation oh my goodness mm-hmm. well i don't know yeah. i don't really know whether i want to be near any snape holes but i'm also kind of intrigued <laughs> no the holes are for sprouts those are sprouts holes with snape's vials <laughs> oh, okay okay thank you very long very long vials with the assistance of some some plants <laughs> Yes. Yes. Just say the vials are very full, brimming, brimming vials. Yeah, full brimming vials. Very long brimming vials for very (laughs) deep holes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Cut. Cut. (laughs) Cut. (laughs) All right. Seriously. Yeah. This is. We're we're done now. Okay. Once again, how the heck ship do we on. say goodbye? Ship on! Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Land ho! Land ho! <laughs> Ahoy! Ahoy! We can't we... say land ho! What does that well, mean? It means, it means we're do- we've done our shipping. Like, we've done our... We've sailed, and now we're back at land. And the next time they'll come aboard, the next episode... <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, 
we're we're trying here. We're, we're trying. Well, well, I mean, ho is certainly on brand for us. <laughs> I know. That's what I was saying. That's where you hit landing. You find yeah. a ho standing there. There you go. Land ho. <laughs> Perfect. All okay, right. Then, well, well then, listeners, land ho. <laughs> land ho. <laughs> All right. We'll call. <laughs> There oh we go. Beat it. Goodness. That ah. was an adventure and a half. While you're waiting for the next episode, all the shipping fun can continue online. You can head over to all of our social media platforms like Magical Ship Pod on Twitter and Instagram and Care of Magical Shippers on Tumblr. You can get in touch with us by email at careofmagicalshippers at gmail.com, or you can leave us a voice message with all of your ship and fic thoughts and feels and have the chance to be featured on a future pod episode. We are also live on Patreon. Patrons have access to early episodes, bonus content, extended uncut episodes with all of our nonsense, ficlets written by me, exclusive merch, and a patron discord. Another easy way to show your love for the pod is by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. And thank you so much for listening.